You are listening to the Majestic Minds Podcast. We got an MC, a real microphone killer on the mic, Merck. Merck, how are you doing today? What's up, what's up, what's going on, man? Good to be here, good to be here. I know we've been trying to set this up for a minute now. (laughs) For real, man, it's been a while. Just trying to keep up with, like, time zones and then not trying to sleep and just doing music, but... This thing is finally really happening. So if you feel like spend some fire about your origin story, how you came about, but just better yet, um, what got you in the rap? You mind telling the audience? Got me in the rap, man. Oh, since I was a kid, actually, I was been in the rap. So I was more like, say, so, you know, Ice Cube, you got Big Smalls, you got Tupac. Then when Eminem hit the scene, it just kind of changed everything. I'm like, you know what, man? I want to rap something like that, bro. Like, that's on the real, like, especially with Tupac, man. Can't go wrong with Tupac, R.I.P., man, the legend. Especially Biggie Smalls, man, telling you how it is, especially their, their, their stories in the streets and everything, you know. Huh? Uh, but, yeah, man, actually, I've been into, a, like, rock, mainly, like, rock, metal, and uh, rap, especially because, like, my uncle, he was in, had, had a low rider and stuff, always listening to rap, and he used to always listen to more of that underground stuff. Uh, it was a radio station. They used to be here to play a lot of underground. We're into that, especially going to a lot of car shows and going. Uh, we used to be a lot of shows too, which was summer jam, winter jam. When I was a kid, about like what nine, ten years old, eleven to twelve, always going to the shows. Just seeing a lot of rappers on stage and stuff. It's kind of what got me into it. Uh, and also like rock, metal, always been into it. My parents, that's all they listened to, so like that's what they kind of got me into. That's why I started playing guitar. Playing in bands, playing on shows, live shows, and everything. But uh, yeah, the majority of it, yeah, man, I've all actually always been into rap, hip hop mainly, a lot of hip hop, especially like I said, underground, a lot of independent rappers underground, because they tell it how it is, you know, especially the struggles and stuff of how it is to get out there. But yeah, man, I always kind of been into rapping, uh, especially writing music. What I used to do too when I was a kid, just uh, actually to do my own little podcast. But it wasn't how it is nowadays. It used to be like just getting a cassette player recorded it and also i would do like just make my own mixes with like a guitar or like bang a couple uh like buckets and stuff but yeah man music i was been into it like since, literally since i was a kid i'll say man since what six five years old when i knew what music actually was <laughs> but yeah hip-hop and rap man always been there especially like i said writing that's the best thing i love doing that trying to express my stories and stuff and how it is out here real man that's how real shit i really appreciate that um you've mentioned or at least i've read in a couple articles that you've been in a band actually for about six years yeah what was that uh, oh sorry no no go ahead go ahead that was my fault 
Um, what was it like being in a band and what kind of music did you guys make it? Just a quick question. Can I listen to it anywhere or did you guys mostly just play live? Uh, most of the time it was live and we did pass out a lot of CDs. Uh, we did post a lot of our music when back then it was MySpace. Uh, that was, that was a while back. Yeah, we, that's where you can listen to us. stuff. I know there is one song out there that my, uh, bass player, his nephew had posted on YouTube without us even knowing. <laughs> it was called, it was called, uh, Essence of Death. Uh, but tell you the truth, I don't even really know how to look for that video it just kind of popped up all of a sudden he just came one day and said, hey man my nephew put my our music up my serious like but besides that it's literally just on cds and um, a couple of recordings we have the live shows and of course uh uh myspace but that's it man like we really can't listen to anything anywhere else we didn't post it on youtube nothing like i wish we did but like i said back then there really wasn't no youtube like there was but it wasn't as big as it is now Especially now we got the Facebook, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, we got TikTok, everything out here, which actually lets people, and especially the artists, express their music now, which is actually awesome for me because it's like just growing and how it is growing, especially for us, especially like I said, especially for us independent artists, for us to get our music out there and all this distribution of platforms and stuff to let us get our music into, you know, major platforms. Uh, But yeah, man, tell you the truth, you can't really listen to it. Like, and I wish we could. I do have some CDs with me, but... They're kind of like stored away somewhere. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I, I'm going to look for it. What's the name of the band? Fatal Death. That's what we call ourselves. Metal Death? Fatal Death. All right. Yeah, Fatal Death. F-A-T-A-L-D-E-A-T-H. Fatal Death. Oh, Fatal. Fatal. Yeah, Fatal Death. Yeah, and it was called, uh, the song was called Essence of Death. Damn, it doesn't show up. All right, I'll look for it later. Yeah, because it's uh, he kind of like I don't, I actually don't even know exactly like how we labeled the song. So he might have put like numbers. I really don't even know. Like, say he kind of just surprised us one day. Like, hey, uh, we're on YouTube. Like, when and how did we get on YouTube? This was like what four or five, probably like five years after we broke up, mm. which was in two thousand nine. We played our last show at the White Rabbit, which is a big venue here in San Antonio. I mean, whoever's in San Antonio, whoever's listening right now from San Antonio, they know what I'm talking about. They might have actually been there and saw us live. But yeah, man, it kind of just, it was a surprise. Like, we did not expect that at all. He's just like, hey, man, y'all on YouTube? I put y'all songs on YouTube. We're like, really? Like, four or five years later? Like, <laughs> but yeah, you, I tell you, like I said, I don't know exactly how we labeled it. So I can't really tell you that much. But I do, like I said, I have the CDs. We have some videos, a camcorder. That's also like an older camcorder. But yeah, man, I, uh, besides probably MySpace, I don't think MySpace is even around anymore. I don't even know if he's, even the platform still exists or not. I'm pretty sure it does, but just to go on there and log in and stuff, Fatal Death. We had most of our songs up there. I think we had probably maybe about six or seven songs probably posted on there. But like I said, this was a while back. This was, like I said, our last show was 2009. So it was in mm-hmm. October, October 9th. Oh, no, October 19th, 2009. That was our last show at the White Rabbit. And then we kind of went our way. And after that, like I said, I just started picking up, just going back to more and more of my raps and just writing. I wanted to express my feelings pretty much just in words instead of uh, the guitar. So that's how I started picking up rap again. So like since 2009, I started rewriting on my raps and recording and posting some stuff on YouTube. 
there's a lot of uh, old stuff I have posted on my YouTube uh, a while, while back. So, yeah, man, I wish I could, like, be able to, like, hey, man, check this out. Like, it would be pretty awesome. If I actually run into some, or I'm going to have to actually get a hold of them, and I'll probably, like, maybe I'll post it on, on, on Instagram or something. That would be actually pretty good. And we've been meeting, and we've actually been talking for, like, the past couple of years, like, making a reunion. Just so we can get back to our roots and all go back to rock and roll, like metal and stuff. But, but like I say, everybody's busy. Everybody's doing their own things. Like everybody got to work and all that. So that's another thing, kind of gets in the way. So, yeah, man. That, I'm actually what... glad you mentioned that, though, man. You took me back to the past. I'll tell you that much. Like... <laughs> for, for real, you're having a real. <clears throat> Sorry, <coughs> you're no having problem, a... man. <laughs> you're having a real journey about it. I was just listening, but like, um. If you feel good, because I've known some bands have been breaking apart, but then coming back together. I know um, Damon Albarn from Gorillaz is having a tour recently with his former band Blur next year. So that sort of question popped into my mind. And then a close friend I went to high school with recently just broke up with their band, which is really sad to hear because they made great music and they just started, but... Well, hopefully they can come back together. It's just, it's really, it's really just a fucking awesome thing to just be able to make music with people oh, yeah. within your quarters, be it friends or just family and just travel the world, have a great time and especially even make money on the side. Yep. That shit is so much fun. I can't Real wait. fun, man. Real fun. I miss those days, man. I'm playing on stage. And like I said, San Antonio over here. It's kind of hard to get a lot of shows here, especially like hip hop rap. Uh, I got to go to Austin and stuff, but mainly like the money wise and all that stuff. But yeah, man, I love like love that scene, man. When you're making the music, especially like say when you go out there and you perform and oh, seeing man. just the reaction out of fans or even just new fans who haven't even heard your sound before and they're like amazed, like wow, man, that just kind of makes your day, man. So yeah, man, I feel you on that, man. It's awesome, bro. I'm actually glad we actually have the chance to actually do what we do. Because it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work, especially building that fan base. Just especially like years and years doing what you love to do, and it's like finding just getting to the point where you're at a level where you know you've always reached, reach, pretty much try to climb to, and finally when you're there and you're actually like, man, it it it's like hard to explain in words, but it's just so exciting, man. It's just like really awesome, man. I love it, really love it. I know, I know, I know. You know what I'm talking about because you, you the same way, man. I see you, you hustling, you working all the time, you busy <laughs> posting stuff, doing shows all the time, man. Yeah. So I know, I know how how it is. I know how you is. It's like <laughs> it's fun, man. It's fun. Like so I'm glad you brought that up, man. Because it's true, man. It's true. Music, man. Can't can't go wrong with it. Cannot go wrong. With it. And plus, like you can do anything with music. Anything, like any way, any sound, any any type of beat, anything basically, like whatever you, instrumental. Uh, instrument you play. It's crazy how you can actually create something from nothing. That's awesome, man. I love it. I love it. For you, and especially the reactions you get from it, just being so many people. Um, Before COVID hit, I was able to play with my family band for a bit and do a few shows, and we were able to get paid for the last one. But that was um, in March of 2020. It's been fucking years since we've done that sort of thing and i've been doing more things with my other group and we're hopefully hoping to do like a little city tour with like 
the um clappers we have an upcoming album that live with their area it's just like i gotta figure out to make the budget make some calls do some driving and then shit and then if that's all said and done we can definitely make it happen i'm so fucking excited but sorry enough about me rambling um no man i i, I like hearing that man because shoot man that's an awesome story bro like for real i'm actually glad you're doing that doing what you love to do man that's all that matters that's all that matters especially like you say playing with your family that's even better bro like that's badass i'll tell you that much <laughs> man can't ask for more cannot ask for more for real man god be praised uh, uh. oh yeah Look into my Always. eyes and tell me what you see. It's me. Damn it. Damn it. I was, I was, I had in my head, I had in my head, I got to listen to that song more about Burning Child and then Clown. Okay. Dude, your new shit is fucking awesome. And it's heavily very influenced in like old school, but like you also do a lot of modern stuff. So yeah. Tell me about um your music and your recently released album or just being a rapper in general. What was it like after separating from the band and just hitting the mic and spitting that hot shit? Man, it was surprising. Because I, I had to uh, figure out my feel, how I wanted, like, my rhythm and everything, like, uh, especially, like, the way I present myself in rapping. Especially, like, uh, keeping up with the rap and... Uh, writing something down, keeping that up, and also what's going to work and what's not going to work, and also what another thing is also your breathing. Keeping up your breathing because it's not no lie once you're rapping, you're in there. It's like you're just always out of breath, and you're jumping around and moving. You always get out of breath. So that was another uh, exercise right there, just trying to get into that, like holding my breath, how long I can keep a verse going until I actually take another breath. So I had a certain way, like, hey, what's up? When I'm going, like, I had to change my voice on how I rap because that way, when I change my voice, it makes me actually not breathe so much and not taking so much oxygen, I guess you could say. So when I'm, uh, say, from going from the hook, jumping to the uh, the verse, unless I have a bridge on it or a pre-course, and then I'll, I'll do that. Like, just jumping back and forth. Like, that's, that's a lot of practice, man. It's a lot of practice. So when I started doing that, yeah, that was a big surprise from playing guitar. I said, I've been playing guitar since I was 13 years old, constantly, nonstop, just practice, 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 practice. Same thing I say when you're writing and you're going with your vocals. It's practice, 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 practice. Until you get to feel like, you know, where you're comfortable, where you can uh, release something. It's uh, not going to be overpacing you like, oh, man, you're constantly out of breath. You're like, like, oh, man, I can't. I'm trying to write. I'm trying to uh, rap this, but also I'm trying to keep up with the rap and keep up with this. And it's like, you're, oh, man, I can't breathe. You're just running out of breath. Uh, so, yeah, man, it was actually, it was a challenge. Uh, I, like I said, still to this day, I find myself a challenge uh, all the time, man. Like I say, I usually I'll go into a boot, I freestyle, and then I record it. Or sometimes I'll just write, which is freestyle. Pretty much everything you hear from me is a freestyle. Either if it's written down or it's recorded, it's all freestyle. Uh, and also everything you hear is right there and then. I do have some songs that I have written a while back, but most of the songs you do hear are written right there and then. So everything you hear is fresh. It's like right there automatic. But I kind of like doing that because it's more of a challenge. Uh, especially to just for the years that I've been actually rapping, like I said. Uh, just kind of got a little better at it. Just a little bit, a little, little, better, a little. But like I say, all it takes is just practice, man. Just practice. And then uh, once you get, like I said, once you get that feel of it, like your voice, especially like I say, your voice, you got to find your voice. That's one thing. You got to find your voice. 
a lot of people always tell me I have a deep voice. You do. And, uh, <clears throat> I should um, I should do country. I've no. heard a lot about that, man. No. I've heard a lot. Like everywhere I work, they're like, "You should be a country singer, Ma." No, nah, I'm good. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't really like country. I'll tell you that much. I do not like <laughs> something about it. But when I do play my acoustic, I do have a couple songs. Which one is called Fisherman? Uh, it kind of has kind of a, a rock country feel, but it's mainly because it's acoustic. I'm not trying to go that way, but it's just how it feels. And then when I'm when I'm the way I sing it, kind of has a country feel. I do still want to release that. Uh, but yeah, man, everybody always tells me either I should be in radio or I should be in country. I'm like, nah, I'm rap, so that's kind of why I had to change my voice in order because like when people actually listen to my rap, they're like that does not sound like you. I'm like, yeah, I know. It took a lot of practice. I had to like find my voice, man. Just find my voice. And like I said, the way I rap, it's just easier for me to keep up the pace as me uh, rapping. Cause otherwise I'll be out of breath constantly. So like I can take, I, I can take an ear, hold it. Especially when I do a verse, which is like just straight verses, constant verse or especially the ones that go faster. Uh, it helps me out actually in breathing and stuff. So uh, that's how, when I practice, that's how I found out like, how I wanted to present how I rap. Cause that's actually just easier for me to keep up with the pace and stuff. But yeah, man, from, from going from rock to rap, that, yeah, that was pretty exciting. But like I said, I wanted to express myself more in words instead of guitar. But don't get me wrong, like I said, I still play guitar and all that stuff too. But man, it's awesome, bro. Like, it's a challenge. But like I said, I do like challenges, but I will, I will actually tell everybody out there challenge yourself on a daily man because you're better and you can accomplish more than you think you can because the more you actually practice the more you you get better at it just also never take any negativity from anybody anybody says oh man you suck or you know you don't even know what you're doing or that's this, right that. you're always gonna hear that you're always gonna hear that but all i say is hey man that's just more motivation because think about it. they ain't doing it and if they did do it would they be as good as you? Would they even try? Would they even put the work into it to even start? Mm-hmm. Probably not. So I'd say just let them talk, man. And plus, if you got fans, you got people who love your music, you got people that might hate your music. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I listen to music. And there's music I hate and there's music I love, especially a lot of these, uh, this new gen- uh, genre with these new rap sounds, this mumble. <laughs> I do not like, I do not like that sound at all. No matter what, I cannot <laughs> listen to that music. I don't know how people can listen to this music. Especially, I don't know. I don't know if I could say this, but I don't know if you heard this new song. No pump. Somebody who just, uh, well, man, especially that guy. I do not. <laughs> especially that guy. Bro. I do not like that guy. Like his rap. I don't know how he became big, but of course he signed signed to a label, which is I don't know how. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, he just always repeated stuff. Just a repeat, repeat, repeat. Um, but there's a, another song out there. Somebody's blowing up, but he, I only heard it one time and it's only because I ran to it like a TikTok and somebody had posted it on Instagram. Um, they go, <laughs> or so they say something like she likes me. Or, or, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is it Ice Spice? You, you really thought I was feeling you? That nigga Munch. I hate that song. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think that's it. I don't know. But you I think so? Go, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm like, <laughs> I only heard it one time and then after I just started hearing it a bunch like TikToks and, and videos and YouTube and people posting I'm like or also on Facebook somebody's like you know on the reels yeah, I'm yeah. like are you really enjoying this song I mean like 
they don't say anything. They say like two words and and then they say two more words. It's bullshit. I'm like what? Yeah, what is that? When you got other people out there actually actually taking the time to actually throw some lyrics out there, say some stuff, actually real shit, especially if people like say like say me and you, like we know how it is, man. We're throwing lyrics, we're doing the work. Uh, but it takes a while for us to kind of blow up, especially we post stuff. Mm-hmm. People are barely getting any likes, barely getting any views. Nobody shares and all that stuff. But it's like, hey, man. But a lot of a lot of this new genre, like now nowadays, it's just different. It's all about. I, I don't know what it's all about now. <laughs> to me, it's just it ain't music. It's just, it ain't music. It just sounds. That's all it is. Because like when you, See, like, sorry, um, <clears throat> don't go ahead. Because like when you understand like the value of music and then type of impact it can have in people because like i'll be honest 2020 really changed my life before 2020 i was just like let's do like whatever was on the radio or whatever i'd like and just constantly bump that shit and just like think nothing more of it like it it it, it touched my soul like music when i was younger because like i was really going a lot through my younger days would just hit me like on a, an emotional and spiritual level. And then after 2020, just realizing how fucked the world <laughs> and actually even more is so in people. And then along with the government, it's just like, I got a whole different perspective on shit. And it's, it, it, it goes even further when I made the first Majestic Minds album in the living room couch in my jammies and i was like i really want to like make something that could like motivate people inspire people but at the same time just make people like consciously aware because like yeah because like it really changed a lot for people like you get to learn how like your government um the economy people corporations really feel about you and just like how keeping people locked indoors for such a long period of time just really drove people crazy it, it just so that like in a way we're not really too far off from the other animals on the planet like humans are meant to be free spirited and like you know of course free so start listening to more music from the 90s rappers you know that actually was trying to teach you to keep off the fucking streets you know like not like shooting niggas <laughs> Drinking lean again, hoes. Nobody got time for that, bro. Like, they should, uh, nah, nah. yeah. And I just listened to that shit and just like incorporating it into the first album. Like, I have a whole different perspective on music now. And I think shortly, I think it was a year after that, you hit me up on Twitter. I think it was like, what was your username back then? It was Merkpool. Like, it was like a Miniature version, yeah, Mark. Yeah, well, it was always Mark. Always Mark. <laughs> was it? What was it? Mark pool. I feel like it was Mark pool at one point. Maybe that's a Twitter handle. And then you're uh, like, might have been, might have actually been one of my Twitter handles. Which, uh, yeah, because I know I it was like an error or something. I, I actually, I think I know what you're talking about. But yeah, but actually, it's always been Mark M E R K. Uh, it just, of course, with the Euro sign, stand out from all the other Mercs because too many Mercs out there. But I was pretty much one of the first Mercs uh, when I started. I was the only Merc, and then at the Y, everybody started blowing up Merc, 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 Merc. I'm like, nah, man, I'm the first Merc. So I put a Euro sign just to stand out. But uh, I actually, I think I might know what you're talking about, Merc something. 
it, I think it was Twitter. There was an error. I did it. Uh, I, I, I think I was at work. It was something, but I know it was some. I think it was raining that day because like the my internet be lagging and stuff. That's when I write something. It's like uh, mixes all up. But I think I might know what you're talking about. But uh, but yeah. Besides that, it's a or the handle just Merc two four eight six. But I think I know what you might be talking about. But yeah, I think it was Twitter when we first uh when we hit up with each other, we started talking about music and stuff, man. But yeah, actually that is true. I forgot about that, man. <laughs> no, yeah, I just, I just really be like remembering shit from people. My memory isn't like super great either. Like like someone would just like tell me something like five seconds ago, and then I'd be like, "What this nigga say? What do you say?" <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's what happens like when you multitask for so freaking long, and then you're just oh, yeah. like incorporating other things or doing other tasks or like doing things that like really require attention and then things that don't like. It, 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 it's just a tendency when you're like a musician and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. No, I feel you on that because man, I'll be finding words like forgetting words myself because i'm either i'm talking and i'm thinking about something else like hey man i got this to do especially if i'm working on something i'm like oh i got this to do. and we'll be like at a party or just a gathering and stuff we're just here chilling people are talking to me i'm over here like daydreaming like oh yeah i got this to do, man i gotta write this i gotta write hey what happened i'm like what what what's going on <laughs> but yeah man, i feel you like i said i know you're always busy constantly you're always posting like i said you're doing shows and you're mixing and mastering you're, you're doing your podcast you're writing it's like man it, yeah i can it does get overwhelming and yeah you do lose words or you do lose days you're like wait a minute especially if you're at your uh desk uh you're just mastering or mixing your music and recording you can be there for hours next thing you know like damn it's nighttime already i woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning it's nighttime now it's like nine nine to twelve twelve at night you're like wait a minute i exactly. literally was in my room yeah it's like i was in the studio all night <laughs> but yeah sure man you do lose you do lose time days and uh concentration it's it's, it's crazy man it's crazy because i feel like i said i feel you because i feel myself all the time like i'm always forgetting words or what i'm trying to say which I know what I want to say, or I end up getting tongue-tied, like, like, what am I saying, man? What, I'm trying to say something, and I'm not even drunk or nothing, but I'm like, <laughs> or not even high either. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> but it's true, man, especially like, so you do get overwhelmed with, with your work, but that's what it takes. So it's like, man, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. Like I was saying about how other people do it, it's like, it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. Like, it really is. But it's the love of it, though. <laughs> Like you guys see my notes, um, shit. I I can't go my phone right now, but like I probably got like one thousand and like eight hundred notes in my phone right now. So like it really helps. But like, oh yeah, that's a lot of notes. So um, about your new album. Sorry, I forgot the name of it. Um, because I remember life Cloud. is a game. Yeah, life is a game. Life is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, was way better than this. I'm a, that's the demon, man. That's the demon. <laughs> I was way I kind of wanted to go dark on it. Oh, don't. what was that? What was that? Sorry, I was just saying it first. I was way better than this. Yeah, I'm going to leave all the haters piss. I'm going to leave all the haters piss. They don't give a damn. They don't give a F about me now. Give a damn. They don't give no damn. <laughs> I Even love if you go that get line. that crown. I, I was still not getting no damn. Uh-huh. Clown, man. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've been meaning to ask you what, what made you 
come up with that verse was it something at work i i was just listening to it, it was like yo something's something's gotta be happening at my man's job he must be yeah. pissed about something yeah overwhelmed yeah that kind of takes you back like say about uh you know how people just be hating like music saying stuff or like kind of uh, have their own opinion on something and it's like especially with somebody who don't really know what they're talking about compared to somebody who's done it for years since they're a kid in music forever Mm-hmm. 23 go 23 going on 24 years doing music is like eh. so that's why I like kind of when i went to the booth i just heard the beat i'm like i'm gonna do this man i got it's the reason why i put the the devil's hand because kind of the demon coming out i guess you could say kind of the demon coming out of me and trying to uh, let people know hey man i'm doing me i don't care what you got to say that's why i say that i don't give no dang even if i go get that crown it's like it's like because say if i get on top if I get on top, like I said, all these labels be hitting me up constantly. And I say no all the time. But I say if I were to even sign up, I bet you a lot of people would be hating and saying this and that. They'd be like, oh, man, if you heard this guy before, he's a badass, like this and that. And like, that's the reason why I say if even if I go get that crown, I still would not give no damn. If you want to talk shit, go ahead and talk shit. I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to keep doing what I love to do. So that's basically what uh, motivated me to do that that song. That's basically what it is. Pretty much telling all my haters to get out of the way. And the reason why I said clown is because if the people look at you, they look at they think you're a clown. Like, haha, that's why you start laughing. Like this guy I don't know what he's doing. He's he's talking out of his ass and stuff. Like so that's pretty much why I gave that title and that's pretty much why I threw that that lyric in there, that verse. Especially it was a, a quick uh instrumental. And I was, so you know, I just got in the booth and started rapping and that's what came out. And that's the reason why I do a lot of the the gore sounds because the the demon pretty much sits inside me. Yeah, it's it's cool as fuck. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. <laughs> I really do. You also did like a similar, not exactly demon sound, but like the high pitched Mickey Mouse voice in Burning Child. Burning <laughs> Child is just like whenever I just feel like going yeah. old school or back to oh, roots. Yeah. I bumped. I fucking love you. Killed that shit. You can't Thank you. Shit. I appreciate that. I really do, man. That means a lot. Like, it really does. That's, a, that, that's an old song. I wrote that one back in 2013. No fucking, at, no shit. You, are you yeah. serious? You gotta be fucking uh, with me. No, no, yo, no <laughs> wonder it sounds so fucking good. I'm like, this is some old school shit. This is like some shit you would hear in like 2008 or some shit. And you wrote that shit yeah. in 2014. It makes sense. Yep. It makes sense. 2013. Uh, especially like uh, that silence name that one also was but in 2010 like there's a lot of songs that i have still that i haven't put out there that are, are from a long time ago like I say it goes back to my roots being more poetic and political and really aggressive and storytelling pretty much that's like more of my roots pretty much what gave me the uh name also merc that's another reason why i named my name merc because everything i would merc say pretty much kill it <laughs> so music entertainment of real knowledge man music entertainment of real knowledge pretty much what it stands for and also just killing stuff but uh yeah man, i wrote that song like in 2013 i did have a, a recorded a long time ago uh but i just never posted it never posted it so when i finally did post it of course i re-recorded it redid everything and the master it, mixed it and everything um so yeah that's uh that's an old song <laughs> but i appreciate it man like i just wanted to tell a story like a dark story that's basically what it is it's about a, a mom and a dad or anybody who have a kid but yet the mom was like 
pretty much a prostitute uh, stripper, oh. and the dad was just a, a gang member, didn't care about nobody. And his, but as soon as the baby came into their life, that's when they they turned around. They're like, "Oh my God, I love everybody." But the devil was always there, so that's why he came and he took the baby. Of course, the baby went and survived, but now the baby becomes the burning child, and they have to rule over them because later on in the story, that's why I say how the dad he goes over. He kills himself because he couldn't take it. He's just drinking. It's pretty much like what I was going for, and he went off the cliff, died. That's why, like, he's going to reach the clouds, uh, waving by and all that stuff. Oh. And, of course, the mom, she ends up taking a gun, and she shoots her and shoots her head. Like, she kills herself. Pretty much, like, that's pretty much what I was going life. for. And then they go to hell, and they got to bow down to the baby because the baby's now the, their new uh, leader, like, their messiah, I guess you could say, like. That's pretty much what I was going for. That's what that story's about. So pretty much being about uh, greedy and negative and uh, really being everybody is always a, a turnaround. Like pretty much don't be that person because you never know. It comes it comes back and bites you in the ass if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Payback's a bitch if you think about it. Like, so very much what that story's about if you listen to it deep. Of course, everybody else who ever might listen to it have their own meaning, which nothing wrong with that, but that's pretty much what I was going for. That's what that song's about. But, like I said, a lot of my old school stuff, a lot of my, like, pretty much my roots, like I say again, is about that storytelling and, like, scary stuff. So, like, real shit, pretty much. That's what that song's about, Burning Child. So, but I appreciate that, man. Thank you. It's <laughs> it's a classic, man. It's my pleasure just talk about in oh wait quick question that story isn't real right it's, it's not real no 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 i was about to say christ <laughs> on a fucking bike that's no, no but it, it's not no it's not real it's pretty much a story i made up but if you think about it if you put it together in perspective there is shit like that it does happen and uh people out there are sure. like that people who lose yeah they try to turn their life around but it's like sometimes it's just too late that's all i say just be good all the time do you don't be negative to anybody so but yeah man that story is not real it's a it's some made up story that I made up like fiction, but it's pretty much putting in perspective what does happen out there in the world. So if you think about it, it can be real, it could be whatever you want to put, whatever actually you feel about it, pretty much. But yeah, it's not it's not real. Like <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know anybody who might I don't know the person who killed themselves, or I don't know a girl killed herself or a baby being burned. No, I don't. Like it's just it's just a story I put together. Mm. Crazy. And what brings it to my book, because I am writing a book, too, and pretty much my book is about it's oh, shit. horror. Yeah, I've been writing that since 2009, but I lost my first copy by accident, so I had to rewrite it. Uh, it's called One Man's Dream. Uh, it's pretty much a horror, a thriller, a suspense. Uh, it's one of those. I'm probably like at the eighth chapter. I'm trying to make it a novel, so it's, it's a long time. So whenever I have time to do it, I do it. But yeah, I'm writing a book. And it's pretty much going down that route, too. So, like I said, I'm into a lot of dark stuff. It's usually what I am into. A lot of dark. (laughs) So, that's who I am. Yeah, man. This is just, I hope to look forward. Sorry. No problem. I look, I definitely look forward to hearing more of your stuff and checking out some books. I gotta get more into reading lately. But you mentioned that um, labels have been trying to just hit you up and then you've been trying to do oh, yeah. keep it independent and i'm definitely right with you on this page because i've been having some djs and labels hit me up and you want you want you want to know who else hit me up this week or what's the last who week that? 
Um, you ever heard of a rapper named Fat Joe? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he hit me up um <laughs> last week and like I, I, I felt really bad because like I, I I had to like tell him that like I I didn't really know who he was. And oh, I felt God. really bad. I felt so fucking bad. And I was like, this dude feels important. I can feel it. I just never yeah. heard of this guy. And like, no, he, he, he even had the pleasure of like having a Zoom call, but like he had some studio time. And I was oh, looking okay. forward to talking with him, but I told him I wasn't really interested in signing to the label because like I just have more leeway, you know, in that position. And I'm just not really a fan of just labels or like a whole team just having control over my work you know what i mean but oh, i yeah. felt so bad because like it's fucking fat joe man like <laughs> fat like, joe man fat joe like, like, I felt oh, that's so a surprise bad. right there man <laughs> like if yeah I, man I, it's, it's crazy like i'm dead ass gonna post a screenshot tomorrow of that shit because i i, I i'm not capping about that because yeah. like i said no to the deal but it was cool to meet him it was cool to meet him <laughs> Yeah, hey man, that is badass though. That's tight. Yeah, you should post that, man. That's tight. And I believe you. Don't get me wrong. I believe that. I want to see why not. I mean, you, you got talent. You know what you're doing. Like I said, you're doing everything else. They just basically want what you got. Can they? Like I said, they just want to take over. What they're gonna do is make you work for everything while they take all your money. People think, or you get signed, they're gonna give you. This is how it is. They give you pretty much in collateral. They give you, like say, they sign you to a. Let's say maybe a seventy-five thousand dollar deal or something. On the table, you're gonna take about fifty to sixty thousand. But not a lot of people know you're gonna use that for marketing, your lawyer, your video shoots, um, for the studio time. You're basically losing all that money for that. Mm. And and then when they get you into shows, you're only gonna take about ten percent. They're gonna take the other ninety. So you're not really gaining. And when you see all these rappers out here in videos and stuff, they got chains and cars. Those aren't their cars. Those ain't their chains. Those are rented. Those are the labels. But it's just a scene just to get, like, say, the new the youngsters out there. Oh, man, it's tight. So when you ever say, oh, I'm assigned to a label. Now I'm badass. I'm, I'm out there. Not really. You got to work your way. That's why there's a lot of rappers out there, big-time rappers. Snoop Dogg is one. Ice Cube. Uh, Gucci Man, man. Gucci Man is one. He, they went independent now. Gucci Man just recently bought his catalog and he re-released his album from what, 2009, 10? Oh, I forgot what the album was. Because he bought his catalog. Now he now he owns the rights to it. But basically, that's what, that's what a label is. Think of a label as a, a bank. Think of it, a label as being like a mortgage, basically. Mm-hmm. You got to pay all that back. They're going to lend it to you. You got to pay all that back. Your contract doesn't end until you finish that. And there's not a guarantee once you sign that contract that you're going to blow up. They can put your contract aside. Okay, you do belong to us. And we'll call you when we need you to record this song or that song or this. So you mentioned how basically these artists who signed to the label get granted this amount of money. But it's really the money to like pay for the labels, distribution, artwork, and all that shit. So... Have you ever been contacted by label and do you have any desired interests to sign to label? I personally have no interest in being signed to label. I just don't like people having control for my work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I feel the same too, man. Like, maybe the money's right, but even at that, I don't think the money would ever be right. 
Like I said, I've been hit up by lots of labels, and they're always throwing me numbers. I don't know if I should name some of the labels or not. I don't know if it's going to get, like, error or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, yeah, man, uh, if you want me to name the labels, I'll name them. But I mean, <laughs> like, I personally don't care. This is on Spotify, and if they hear it, they hear it. Like, let my mans cook. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, they make money off of us anyway, so <laughs> and we barely get any pocket change, like a penny for every stream, not even a penny, a fourth of a penny for every stream. doesn't make no sense. Exactly. And they're both next year or this year actually started, but next year is supposed to even go down the percentage, I've heard, which it's, ain't cool. It's supposed to go down next year? It's supposed to go down a lot of down a uh, little bit more percent. I think it was more like 10%, not 10%, 7% or something. I, I remember hearing that it was like pretty much before the year it began. I was like, no way. Like, like, like no. as in like the pay is going to get worse or better? Worse. Where you you got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be kidding uh-uh. me, bro. Because it's only, think about it, it's only uh, a fourth of a penny that we get. So that's not even a whole penny <laughs> that we get for every stream. You got to get at least like hit the millions in order to see $600, $500. Same as, say, you know, the tube. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, so. YouTube pays the worst. Me and Jay Batch were talking about it in the previous episode. And, like, he basically did the math, like, right on the um episode that you basically have to get, like, around, like, 10,000 monthly yeah. listeners to just make back the money you pay for distribution and all that shit mm-hmm. which is around like ten dollars for me yeah because once you hit like ten thousand that's when you get to get monetized mm-hmm. and after that you got to keep up that ten thousand in the millions if you don't you never get monetized again there you go but you won't that's why actually not gonna lie like they start doing like everybody has to do 10 minute videos for a minute they start doing that and that's why a lot of people just lag and kill time in their videos and they ain't really doing much because they're trying to hit that 10 minute mark because it's like a limit now mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of crazy it's it's weird how especially like i said with us artists music artists all the work that we put all the hours we put that's a lot of work and a lot of time just for one song and just to get a penny <laughs> and it's not even a penny man it's not even a penny one yeah, fourth a lot of fucking different... penny bullshit what yeah, the, I'm not gonna lie. The one that's actually good that they changed it around, Title and Deezer. Deezer, you get 100% of your royalties, and Title too. They're doing that, especially you get people who are premium members and they log into your stuff. You get 100%. But not a lot of people go on Title. Not a lot of people go on Deezer. Deezer's more like for overseas and stuff. Not really big in here in the United States. But yeah, man. That's why I kind of encourage like more artists to push Deezer out there because they're actually giving. 100% of your royalties. So if you, you do one stream, say if you're selling your music for a dollar, two dollars, you get that whole two dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Title's doing the same too. Like they're pretty much the ones that care about artists. And stuff. If you think about it, we're keeping these platforms that float. Keeping these platforms that float. If it wasn't for us and music artists, they would not be a platform. They're made, we're basically making a lot more money, of course, with these mainstream people like, you know, Drake's and Taylor Swift's and uh, who else is out there that's big right um, now? Young Boys, Little Dirk's, Little Uzi Vert's, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, the thing is that, like, 
we're artists and like when you say <coughs> sorry when you say the word artist we're basically masters of a craft that basically transpire that sort of craft or yep. ma- talent into art hence the name mm-hmm. artists so when you really think about it and just the way how they really because like spotify is the most interactive platform but in terms of revenue they are pure fucking and like this this isn't to be spiteful or anything i just certain sincerely believe the platform in terms of revenue could be better because i really do like spotify i found some yeah. great artists there add them to my playlist i share the playlist listen to their music constantly i like the audio visuals people put in their because like it's a very interactive platform i just wish it really yeah. paid later sorry paid better um my soundcloud days are like kind of done like soundcloud just got way too greedy in my opinion um the youtube algorithm is literally fucked it's like like, like i could i could pull some dope ass song snippets or like just me playing the drums and like it get like 40 to like 50 views and like i do everything that they want me to upload a high quality thumbnail the perfect tax growth into the video hashtags and then only five motherfuckers will just see the video like, <laughs> you kidding me <laughs> yeah that man that's true bro like i said flat spotify is an awesome platform especially they're always constantly making uh playlists for you uh, you're getting added to radio stations. That's awesome, man. Uh, it's just the pay. We don't get nothing. Like, we literally don't get nothing. It could be a lot more better than that. But Spotify is an awesome platform because I listen to Spotify. And actually, I have ran into a lot of great artists, especially a lot of independent artists out there. Yeah, they're an awesome platform, especially, like I said, they're always throwing playlists. Like, oh, listen to this playlist. This, uh, uh, the best of 2021, best of 2022, uh, hip-hop artists or hip-hop uh bangers or something like that it's always different but yeah they just they need to correct that change it where it's actually everybody getting equal pay no matter what because mm-hmm. at the end like i said especially the independent artists we're doing everything ourselves and we're keeping them at flow putting more music even though now it's a lot more easy with all this distribution um, platforms and everything like it's easier to get your music out there and it's funny how you mentioned soundcloud i've had soundcloud for years now since when i started with uh rapping pretty much what 2010 when i when i started releasing some of my music besides uh youtube facebook here and there some of uh, twitter but i never used soundcloud because back then too and i think it's still the same it's there's a legal matter and legal reason why i don't do that because they own part of your music mm-hmm. there's like basically a, a hidden contract when you go on to soundcloud oh really yeah there's actually a lot of artists out there that might have got blown up and oh you know we heard of them but a lot of their songs, they get owned half, half of their uh, profits go to them. It's like a little legal matter. And I know they did say that they did change it because the owners who used to do it before sold it or something like that. It was Bullshit. something I read about a while back. But I still don't trust SoundCloud. I have a profile on there, but I do not load my music on there. Because it's basically you load your music on there. Anybody can download it. Anybody can post it. They're basically getting your music for free. And why we stay broke, but we're keeping, like I said, SoundCloud at float because they're making more. They're making money off of us. Damn, I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, that's why. I don't, that's why I do not put my music on SoundCloud. I do not touch SoundCloud. I have a profile, 
You can look at Mark twenty four eighty six, but there ain't nothing on it. Yeah, the, the That's whole one reason why I don't hashtag fuck SoundCloud makes so much sense now. <laughs> Damn. Damn, I never heard that uh, hashtag. I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like all artists hashtag fuck SoundCloud, man. <laughs> it's not a good platform, man. Like, yeah, you can listen to music and stuff, but when it comes down to like said us artists. Now, I get something out of it. SoundCloud like, when I was in high school was way better. It was way better. Just nowadays, if you like trying yeah. to hear some shit that's like widely available or just hell, even some unleashed shit, it it take forever for them to just take it down. Nowadays, if you just want to hear a song that like you've heard everywhere else, you have to pay for like pre- premium to hear the full song, <laughs> and it's oh, yeah. fucking ridiculous. Like. I can hear the song on YouTube, yeah. TikTok, and Instagram for free. Why the fuck do I have to pay for a premium service where I can hear it everywhere else for free? Like, what exactly yeah. are you offering me that I don't already have before? It's a very exactly. stupid idea. It's it, it The is. platform is just so greedy now. Yeah. I mean, it's like so all these platforms, like so you miss the YouTube. That's what you're always throwing ads. They gotta keep. They gotta pay their their subscribers and core people who actually post the videos. So. But now they got the premium. They got the what? There's a bunch of different uh, YouTube's now out there. A bunch of different ones. But it's like now you gotta pay for that too in order to enjoy any video or any song. Cause you listen to a song, boom. Next thing you know, it's an ad. You listen to another song, it's an ad. But that's also a way where they pay the distributor. So that's pretty awesome. If you're distrib, where is distributor you signed to? And they actually release your music to YouTube. Of course, you're going to get paid for that because that's your distributor. But you only get a percentage also. You don't get, like, say, you won't get your food $2 or a dollar. You don't. You only get maybe, like, five cents, two cents, three cents. Like, you don't get the whole thing. Especially, and that's why I actually encourage a lot of people, if you have listeners to have premium, because you do make a little bit more change, but it's still not the whole dollar, though basically so at the end all of our all of all those artists music artists we're getting fucked basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's because like say even if you do shows you really won't get paid neither i mean if you if you're assigned to a pro affiliation like i'm with ascap that's a performance rights organization nobody some people who might not know what a pro is if you have a set list Keep your set list, your times, not write that down to your ASCAP because you'll get your royalties for that. Of course, sign up for your songwriters and your publishers. That's what you want, man. You were telling me about um, all these, um, I'm trying to remember these um, royalty um, protection uh, services. Yeah, definitely when um, before, because like we do have a song giver, you, me, and Jay Badge that's coming out in next spring. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to be um, looking to those services and then have them in a song before it releases. Um, if you want to tell the audience more about those services, go ham, man. I'm listening. Okay. Yeah. Well, ASCAP is, like I said, the performance rights organization. You're going to sign up for your songwriters and also do your publishers. Do your publishers if you want to get your publishing rights also. Basically, you want to collect your royalties for that. You're going to get paid for any time your music's being Pretty much, they're all considered performance. If you're like, say, if you're on radio, you're on a 
say anytime they spin on say Spotify or you got your music up on your stories, which is on Instagram, uh, Facebook, even on TikTok, those are performances. Those are uh, spins and which you can actually call mechanical royalties, mechanical ride royalties. A mechan- all a mechanical royalty is, is they take a copy and they make another copy. And then from that copy, they make another copy. So you're, they're distributing to other places. That's what a mechanical uh, royalty is. Um, but yeah, performance royalty, that, like I said, from ASCAP, you want to sign up for that. But do your songwriters and also sign up for uh, your publishers. It's a $100 fee. It's not free. Oh, but shit. it's only a one-time fee, though. But it's it's worth it. Because you'll get your license. So basically, you'll be a licensed songwriter. You'll be a licensed publisher. And you'll get your royalties. And like I was saying about performances, if you do happen to perform like on stage, keep your uh, keep your time slots. Of course, like I said, you might not get paid the first performance because a lot of uh, venues, they want to make sure you're going to bring people. They want to make sure you're going to bring people because they're trying to make money too. They want to sell drinks. They want to pretty much put their venue out there. So that's another reason you want to have a, a paper, which is going to say, uh, put their name, their email, or even their phone. That's a list, like a fans list. So you have, if you're doing a performance, so people out there, hey, if you enjoy my music, I have this list. Uh, write down your your name, your number, or email, and I'll get back to you anytime I'm actually performing again, or I'll send you some emails if I got a new release that actually gains your fan base too. And I so, so when you do have another show, you can tell that venue host, hey. I need, I need money. I need to get paid because I'm going to bring you people. I'm going to bring you people and you're going to get money. And I want to get paid too. So, But that's a good one to ask at. Another one to collect your mechanical royalties. There's a bunch of them out there. Which is Song Trust, Sound Exchange, the MLC, the Mechanical License uh, Corporation, which is the MLC. You got Harry Fox Agency and you also got Music Reports. Fox Harry, Fox, Harry Fox Agency is also another $100. Uh, the MLC was free. Music Reports was is free also. Sound Exchange is also free, but Song Trust is also another $100. What Song Trust does, it collects your mechanical royalties, which I was saying about they make a copy, make another copy, anywhere around the world, basically. So anybody listening to your music on YouTube, uh, or say whatever their platform is over there that we don't have here in the United States that your distributor might not collect. Song Trust collects that royalty for you, which is a performance royalty, but it's also a mechanical royalty because basically I said they're making copies of your music. Say if you're also being, say if your music's being uh, played like in a, a jukebox somewhere or you're at a bar and you're like, hey, that's my song. You'll get paid for that, for them, cause that's a performance. Uh, sound exchange, you're going to do your, your sound recording rights, which you're, you're going to be your rights owner for your, your pretty much your music. And you're going to sa- uh, sign up for your artist rights. So you get an artist right royalty and you get your recording rights royalty. That's sound exchange. The MLC is also another platform, which is also going to be for the mechanical royalties and the performance royalties. They'll collect that. And Harry Fox agency also is the same. They collect for your mechanical royalties. The only thing between MLC and Harry Fox Agency, Harry Fox Agency does still kind of like the old school way of collecting compared to the MLC. MLC is more about digital. So say uh, Harry Fox Agency, say if you made uh, CDs and you made a copy, you're supposed to get uh, a royalty rights for that copy. That's how uh, uh, Harry Fox Agency works. 
and then you got music reports. Music reports is actually a good one too. They also collect your uh, your performance rights, your organization, and also they uh, uh, collect your mechanical rights. But uh, they do have reports on there, so to show you what what platform played your song, what time they played, how much did you get paid, what you should be getting paid, and also where they collected from. And also they also they're also good about uh, giving you licenses to sign up for other licenses like these karaoke licenses, uh, Peloton. I'm actually one of uh, signed up for Peloton. Um, there's a bunch of them. Like, man, there's a bunch of them on there. I think uh, Snapchat was one of them. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them out there. There's, they also You can sign up to get that license. So where, say, say Peloton, I'm with Peloton, how Peloton has a workout thing. And people can actually listen to music now on the Peloton uh, device any peloton so say if they click on your artist page and they play it even if it's a sample you get paid for that you get your royalty might not be a lot but it's better than collecting just your distrib- distribution royalties cadestral kid i'm with Destro kid there's a lot there's a, there's a bunch of them out there Destro kids is going to collect your distribution royalty that's it mm-hmm. but you want you're not going to get your you say your songwriters you're not going to get your mechanicals you're not going to get your publishers you're not going to get your performance rights um, so that's what you want to do. Like I said, you want to sign up for all that. And that's uh, that's a big thing, especially for uh, us independent artists. Because like I said, we do put a lot of money into our work, especially when we say we're buying instrumentals. Where if you want to buy marketing or distribution, anything. So that's what you want to collect your royalties. But that's a big deal, man. You want to do that. Really want to do that. And I've already actually ran into that in 2021, which is last year. First thing of last year because of which I had a... a podcast interview he's a, a mntc radio on iheart radio mr real music he's the one that actually told me about it on twitter he was telling me hey man i'm playing your music it's getting these spins are you signed up to any performance rights organizations or any mechanical royalties he was letting me know about that so i was like wow dude like you're a real one because as many times i've actually been on radio spins and, uh, and been on interviews with radios they never told me any of that, nothing. I didn't know any of that. So what I started doing, I started going on YouTube, looking it up and reading about it and watching a bunch of videos and people talking about it. That's actually how I got my knowledge and how it works. But yeah, man, it actually helps out. Like I say, it's a lot of work. I don't know if you saw the video I had posted. I mean, when um, I was did doing, you uh, post on your story? I'm always watching your stories. Yeah, what I posted, appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I posted when I was registering my music. It is a lot of work because what you're going to want to do the ISWC, which is individual sound work code. You want an individual work code, IS, ISRC codes. You know, code, uh, you want your PCs. It's a, it's a bunch of numbers and stuff. Like, it basically, every every time you have a song, it gets a code. It gets divided into a code, a digital code. That code is distributed into everywhere else, especially radio stations. It's in an algorithm, which is a, pretty much like, I guess you could say a bot. It basically uh, finds out who's playing what song and what song's being played and how long it's been played. That's how they calculate, oh, how many times you've been streamed and all that stuff. What's the name of the code? That's I- O-S- yeah. um... IS, ISWC codes, IR, IRC codes, and then, of course, you got UPC codes, and then you got... Uh, or if you have an administrator, which an administrator, just third party, which actually collects also your royalties, say for your publishers on that, which would be a song trust or sound exchange. 
But if you already signed up for your publishers, that's just going to be automatically published. You just use that all the time. You're going to get your IPI codes and um, identification publishers. No, individual publishers identification. That's what that stands for. So when you sign up for your, your songwriters and your publishers, it's going to give you an IPI code. That's the code you're going to share. Like, say, if somebody wants to look you up, um, like, say, like say uh, how we're in a song together, mm-hmm. I will give you my IPI code. You're going to give me my songwriter's rights on there. It's a percentage. They go by, it's always 100%, but they go by 50-50. You're going to put 50, but that 50 means 100. It depends on how you want to calculate the, the rights to whoever, uh, like, say, you want to get 5%, 10%. You're going to write all that down. That's what the IPI codes are for. Um, so you know something else I can say too. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that you gotta. You yeah, gotta no do, kidding. Like You're like a librarian yes. on this shit. Like I'm just writing it all down, and like it's taking up the space in more than like half my notes. Like Jesus Christ! But like this is this is definitely a, something a lot of in a, independent artists should take note of because like oh yeah, you gotta protect your music, man, and like you gotta. Um, you gotta you gotta be serious about this business because, like, people will literally exploit you, and like, you yeah, need to, you need to be able to protect yourself. So make sure you have your streaming royalties and your songwriting royalties, yeah, your royalties. IP codes, especially, especially your copyright. Get your government copyright. Yeah, because that's gonna yeah, that's a big one. It's uh, it's fifty dollars. That's a thing too. Every song is gonna be fifty dollars, but they have on there where you can add to, up to twenty songs in one album. You can name that album, whatever it is. Um, and it's only 50 bucks, one-time fee, but it's only 20 songs. But it's better than paying $50 for every single song. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another one. We want to do your copyrights also. That's, that's a big one right there. What's the I thought paid. it was 30. Is it 30? Because last time I heard it was 50. Because I, I, <laughs> I, I've been looking it up for like a solid two years and it kept saying it was like 30 to like okay. 35. If it's 50, then like, I'm fucked. I, I I can deal with it. I just release a lot of music, a lot of music. Yeah, oh yeah. And like oh, I, I know. <laughs> and I got like stuff. I got like do at home. I'm in like two groups, two music groups. You, you probably you already know that. Oh and, yeah, like, I, I sure drive the kids to, like, That's what I say. You're busy, man. I know you're busy because like constantly. <laughs> I see it all the time. I say I watch your stories or even just your feeds. Like I see everything. Like man, this guy's busy. Real just when we communicate, we communicate on the DMs too. We're like talking, we're like business. So like, yeah, you real man. That you about it. You know what you're doing. That's what I like about these labels. Like, that's why they're reaching out to you because they want a piece of that, man. They want a piece of that. Labels, labels are slowly dying. Let's put it that way. For real, you Doesn't can that? see it. It's crazy. Um, me and Jay Badge were talking about um basically fake streams and like. I was incredibly puzzled because, like, the fake streams were pointed out by fans in the comment section of the YouTube videos following Lil Uzi Vert's new, brand new music song. Ah, 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 ah. I just want to rock. Body, yada, yada. Sorry, I just oh, fucking man. love that song. And with Don Tolliver, and I was like, but Lil Uzi Vert is like a Atlanta Records, like, he, he's like one of their most popular artists. So why would yeah. a well-known artist that's loved by millions need fake bots or fake streams in their music when they're already popular? It, it doesn't make any 
sense and we were just talking about it and i brought up the point that you told me when we were talking on instagram before the interview happened that like the labels are trying to get more money out of people and yep. jay batch was saying basically it was a way for like the label not having to like pay the artist a lot of money and just like basically make a lot of the artists without spending too much so like yeah it, it's a whole clusterfuck but like you can see where it's going oh yeah oh yeah that's why i remember you're the one that posted i saw it because you think you have posted on your story and that's what i was like you serious labels are going to bots you serious but yeah it does make sense you could think about they don't have to pay marketers or uh, uh, buy ads or promotion promoters to promote their music. So think about if you get a marketer, you got to pay them. Make sure they do your job. Cause there's a lot of scammers out there too, man. Okay, I've been scammed before by that. Of course I got, cause I have my people working on it. Plus me, I have my ways to find out. If you're a scam, I can get you shut down and stuff. I'll get my money back. <laughs> but it's like, that's what it is now. Like you got to pay these marketers to market your music out there. So now when you, when you had set that up, when you had posted that, this label doing bots i was like now see that makes sense now because they don't want to pay marketers they'd rather get more money back than to lose money because think about like i said they're only paying the artist's pocket change their artists are only getting 10 percent why the label's getting nine percent ninety percent you think about like i was saying earlier they're you're not getting you're not going to become rich and you might become famous but you ain't going to be rich there's a difference between being rich and famous. You hear a lot of rappers say, I'd rather be rich than famous. It's like, that's what it is. Like People think, okay, I'm going to sign to a label. I'm going to blow up and I'm going to be rich. I'm going to have a house. I'm going to match it. No, you got to work for that. A lot of these artists out there are barely even making it. There's some artists out there are broke. There's some artists that actually came back from being broke because they pushed and they got that fan base. So they started doing things on their own. And because they got that fan base, they're easier to actually go out there and be exploded because people are going to come watch them. They're going to make more money. You're going to sell more albums. They're making money compared to say when they're, we're with the label the labels, the one pushing all of their marketing tools out there and pushing them. Hey, you got to be it. We're going to do this show day. Go out there. Say you have two or three shows in one, one night. It's like, Oh damn, you got to do it though. You want to get paid. Even though you ain't going to get nothing, but those labels are going to make you do it. But now that's what I said. That makes sense. When you were saying about the bots, Labels don't want to lose money because I like, think nowadays how it's so easy, anybody can distribute their music and all these platforms. It's easier now with all this technology being here compared to back then. You have to record CDs. You have to go pass them out. You have to go do shows, find shows back then. Nowadays, you just get a distributor, distribute your music out there. Of course, you're still going to be working and you still got to market yourself. You got to you gotta talk to your fans. That's a big one. Always communicate with your fans make a make a friendship with your fan base on like at the end it's like without them you really won't be anything but i said there's a lot of work into it so I saw, put it this way a lot of people actually just want to be the artist not a lot of people want to be the label they don't want to be want to be the engineer the marketers the promoters the curators the, and that's what an independent artist does they're basically the artists they're the engineers they're the producers they're the promoters the marketers of course they might pay your people here and there once in a while if they have enough money but a lot of people just want to be the artist. That's all they want to be. They don't want to be the label. And a lot of people, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of artists out there, they'll tell you the story of why they signed them to labels. I usually watch a lot of videos on YouTube sometimes and just documentaries. 
because a lot of them they're struggle. There's no money out here. Like they're struggling. So once somebody's, oh, I'm gonna give you two thousand dollars. I'm gonna give you seventy five thousand dollars right now. Boom, you're gonna jump on it because you need that money. You think you know what? You're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your parents, your kids. Damn, they can use that money. But as soon as you sign that contract, you're fucked, man. You're mm-hmm. fucked. You belong to them. That's what they say. Like too, you're signing your soul to the devil. It's not a, like a, a real thing, you know, oh, my soul's coming out and blah, 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 the devil's coming. No, it ain't that. It's people because they think about people are the devil themselves. And that's what comes with labels. And now the music industry is so fucked. After, I think it was the 97, 95, after I think what Tupac and uh, Biggie Small blew up in uh, Death Row and Shook Knight, he's the one that kind of started that thing about the labels getting more money than the artists. And ever since that's ever since that year, that's just the way the labels been working now. Cause they figured out, they figured out, they figured the way out of them getting more money and effing the artists. It's like, and all like I said, all it is, it think of it like so, think of it as a, a mortgage. Like I was saying, you go to a bank, you want a loan. That's what a, you can go to the bank right now, go get a loan. You can go get a two thousand. Well, it depends on what you qualify for. That's the hard part, and I can just give it to you. But if you can get a loan, use that money towards the music, and yeah, you can be that top artist because you're going to pay marketers, you're going to get ads, and you're going to get pushed more out there to exactly the same thing that the label is going to do. That's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. They ain't doing anything else. They're just giving you the money so you can use that money to give back to them. That's all it is. Like I said, if you go get a loan, go get a loan if you qualify for a loan, whatever. Like I said, it's hard. It's not that easy. Don't get me wrong. All it is, ready, it's the money part. And I know you know because we've been spending money all the time just for this music, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, I got like a 92... <laughs> sorry, I got like a $92 bill on Facebook for just running literally two ads for like less than a week. And I was like, nigga, I'm not Damn. paying for that shit. I'm not paying for that shit. I'll pay See? for it when... The one one love album releases next year, but I'm too broke to pay that shit. Yeah, especially oh man, yeah, fucking Facebook. Damn. <laughs> yeah, but they'd be all oh man all the time. You post something, you want to you want to add an ad to it? It's like no man. You <laughs> you want to advertise it, and you get you, you got from five dollars to I think the most is a hundred dollars. I think there's a percentage where you can put, but I think the five dollars only like a day or two days or something like that. Of course, you want to go a whole week. But it's like, do you really want to pay for that ad? Nah. Is it a, basically you don't want to pay for something that's not a guarantee? Or is somebody going to listen to your music? Are they going to get followers? You can think about when you got these marketers too, you come out here, oh, I can guarantee you give you organic streams and I can put you to a playlist. That's all they're doing. They're only adding you to a playlist, not guaranteed. Or are you going to get those followers? Are those people even going to listen to your song? Because everybody's nowadays, they're just playlist playlists. They just listen to whatever. But it's not a guarantee they're going to be, oh, I like this song. Let me stop and let me go to this person's profile. Let me let me like it or let me follow. It's not a guarantee. So basically, you're throwing money away when you can do that by yourself. You can make your own playlist. You can just share it and add other artists too. That's a big one. Make a playlist, add a bunch of artists, especially a lot of independent artists. Share it and have those other artists share that playlist also as well. And by the time you know it, you got like thousands of people following that uh, playlist. But it's all about people who sharing and sharing and sharing. That's all it is. That's all a promoter and that's all a marketer is going to do. They're going to tell you, oh, I can guarantee you a thousand streams, 10,000 streams, and, uh, or not. A lot of them, too, are starting to pay uh, to tell you to pay for followers. 
oh, I uh, uh, say like $50 and I can give you 100 followers or something like that. It's like, nah, man, but are they really followers? Are they guaranteed real followers or are they just bots? That's another one because a lot of them are using bots. That's so all this stuff you can do by yourself. You really need to spend money. Spend money on yourself compared to spending money on somebody else. Like I said, the marketing, that's all they're going to do. They're just going to throw you on a playlist and it's not guaranteed you're going to get a follower. Not guaranteed they're going to listen to your song. Not guaranteed they're going to like it. And that's what you're trying to reach for. So if you're to do everything by yourself, and even if you didn't get that like, you didn't get that follow, but think about it, it's free though. But at least you 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 tried and you got your music out there. That's all that matters. Because it'd be, it'd be rare. You can pay somebody 50 bucks and they're all going to give you a thousand followers. And next thing you know, you got... You got maybe a thousand followers, but next thing you know, after you stop paying that marketer, boom, your 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 followers start dropping, and that kind of tells you what really happened. Those are fake followers, especially the streams. You're gonna get a bunch of streams in one in one sitting, and then the next day, you drop down to zero. And actually, that's another algorithm that actually Spotify keeps up with to know if you're actually using bots or not, and who's actually really listening to your music. Because there should be a wave, not not just one peak where it's a big peak. And then the next day, it just drops to zero. That's what they'll know. Hey, these people who listen to this song, this artist, ain't real people. They're keeping track of all that. So you got to watch out of who who you pay for for your marketing. Because like I said, there's a lot of scammers out there. All they are just uh, get music. That's why I get marketers. I let them know. If you're trying to F me, guarantee you're going to get caught. I'm going to get my money back. You might do court time or even jail time. But they find out because I'll find out who you are. But just I learned... I learned that the hard way, though. Like I said, I've been scammed before. Now I got scammed bad. Like, it wasn't a lot of money. It was like 60 bucks, I think. Of course, I got it back later on, but I had to do a lot of shit just to get it back. I had I paid this person, oh, I could give you this and that. And next thing you know, I paid them. Everything was gone. Their Twitter was gone. Their Instagram was gone. Oh hey, my everything God. was gone. <laughs> Zero. Like, oh. there was no. I was like, wait a minute. You serious? That's actually why, not a lot, I use PayPal. We're not paying anybody. PayPal guarantee you get your money back. Damn, you, you a, fucking, you fucking murked them. You literally murked yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw anybody hits me up, a marketer. I can guarantee you this. I'm like, well, first of all, let me tell you this. I'm not, I'm not new to this music. Scene. I've been doing music for years already. I'm not, I'm not a little kid just barely starting off. It's literally, I've been making music for 23 years. I know how it is in and out, playing venues and getting F. Because when I was in a band too, I got F too. Big times, Ooh. big times. We got fucked big times. And that's actually what I started. Like, hey, man, people are here just to get you. They don't give a fuck about your music. They're just there to collect your money. And they're going to act all sweet and all, oh, yeah, I listen to your song. Is this and that. Most of the time, they're just going to throw a song you were just talking about and have no idea what that song is about or even listen to it at all. But they're sweet talking to you. Oh, I can do this. And I can. that's what people want to hear. And then once you pay them, that's it. They're gone. You get those streams, you, you get those streams, you don't get those streams, but are you getting followers? Are you getting real listeners? That's the, that's the real thing. You're probably just getting bots. So it's better to just do everything yourself. Everything. If you got the money, do it. If you don't, just slowly do it. It's a, it's a pace. It's a slow pace kind of thing. But that's what it takes to be independent. Like, are you going to make it? You're not going to make it. But as the long, in the long term, and all that matters is actually getting your fans and the fans that actually do listen to you and they love what you're doing. Those are the real ones right there. And I appreciate that. I give all my love to all of them. Because they're the ones that are actually going to listen to your music constantly, not just robots or people out there just collecting your money. Because think about a lot of these marketers work with a, like a big industry where they have about 100 people. Say we even throw that. I have 100 people working for me. Or I have bots. Uh, 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 a group of 50, they're working. 
yeah, those group of people are listening to you, but they ain't really listening to you. It's crazy. For real, for real, man. It's just, I was really, this is, I, I gotta say, this episode was insanely educational, <laughs> and I sincerely thank you for just having you on the show and just, I, I, I really learned a lot from you in this episode. I really learned a lot. So with the last remaining time, 30 seconds to be exact, is there anything you want to say to the audience before we close out? I just want to say thank you all for your love and support. You know, I couldn't do it without you. And also, let's do this podcast, man. This podcast is awesome, man. You can't go wrong. We talk about the real stuff here. It's all real, no joking, no, no BS over here. Majestic Minds, you got Morgan. Uh, keep a, keep an eye out for that new album coming out, too. You know, uh, Go to our Instagram. We're here. We got our links on our Instagram. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace.